The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so what's on your mind? Uh, balloons are the only thing on my mind this entire week. Balloons, balloons. balloonery, like- buffoonery. Yeah, I don't understand. Like we keep we keep shooting down these. All of a sudden, balloons are a thing, which is fine yeah. with me because I have my whole life I have hated balloons. I've never understood the appeal. I like a good Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day parade float, but I don't like a balloon, like a mylar balloon or a heel. I, I don't like any of those balloons and i'm just sort of obsessed that i keep getting these alerts on my phone that we've shot down another balloon and i love that the balloon is now a symbol of international like espionage um, evil yeah yeah I, I love it and i think anyone i i hope now we have license to shoot down any balloon we ever see for yeah any like a hot air balloon's coming right. through and you're just like missiling it out of the sky i i would literally love to see an f-16 attack a jet <laughs> yeah. that is my fantasy <laughs> get rid of them all together um but they're, they're so silly balloons are so they're awful to fill up they're impossible to transport like when when someone comes into my subway car and they have balloons i i get out and i go to the next you're car like i, I don't do this. i don't want to be involved with balloons or anyone who's transporting them publicly hot air balloons as well i don't first but first of all hot air balloons i can't even imagine it's a form of transportation that is that's fabric with a flame in the middle of it oh and here's a better idea crawl in the wicker that's dangling from that and like no and like we don't know where we're gonna land like like we're gonna go somewhere but we don't know where yet like just get on and we're gonna find out no Anytime I'm on the internet and I hear, oh, there was a hot air balloon accident or a hot air balloon tragedy, You're like, I always yeah. think, what did you expect? Like, yeah. <laughs> how does that not happen more often than everyone is saying? <laughs> no, it really is like one of those things where people, and then like you ask someone like, oh, like where do we land? And the person like operating, and I was like, I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like you go in knowing that like there is, you have no control over what's about to happen. And yet mm-hmm. people are like, this is amazing. 
Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Hot air yeah. balloons should be reserved for like the very beautiful cover of a pamphlet about menopause, but as yeah. a form of transportation, <laughs> what a stupid idea. Wait, but back to these balloons, like, but apparently there's been like 30 of them in the past, like two like administrations <laughs> and we just never heard about it until now. Mm-hmm. So like, I, what's... I just didn't know that anyone was flying them for any reason. I've heard of a weather balloon, but there's never been one in the news. And do and... we know like what the point it's like literally to spy on us? Like it's literally like, yeah, in... d- no, no one knows anything. I mean, literally we're not, we just keep saying that we are shooting down a balloon every day. I rode in the, speaking of balloons, I rode in the Goodyear blimp once. It was really? For a shoot. I was working, I was working on the bachelor and part of the date was he was taking her in the Goodyear blimp because you know, nothing, <laughs> nothing says romance like a tire company. So we went into the, I didn't know the whole time that I was going to have to go in there as well, but I was the producer that then had to go in. So I'd already, I felt the way I did about balloons already. And now I was going into a balloon with a motor attached to it also sounds like a fantastic idea. Yeah. But when you get on the Goodyear blimp, because it's so small, you cannot climb the little ladder to get into it. They give you a scale and you have to weigh yourself before you get in. So it already starts off with a very, how dare you? Yeah. Yeah. So not only do I have to do this thing, which I morally object to crawling inside a balloon, but now you're going to announce my weight to everyone. Yeah. Like ask you, yeah. And shame and may possibly terrible. deny you based on your weight. Can you imagine anything I need to like, it's like, you can't be, you have to be under a weight limit to do is something I don't want to do. So in theory, if I was a little bit heavier, like this could like just malfunction and like explode. No, thank you. Right. I, I feel like I know, I, I feel like I've had that moment for height and weight my entire life. <laughs> like when I watch my 600 pound are like and a they short go person back. as well. <laughs> I am. I am literally, I'm like a barrel. I'm, I'm shaped <laughs> as a barrel, like the same Stop. height and weight. No, it's the truth. That's my figure. <laughs> a barrel. I, but literally when, when on my 600 pound life, when they all go back to the office and have to reweigh themselves and there's the five seconds of anticipation before the number flies up. Yeah, I always feel for them when they're on a scale. And I always go back to that moment when I was looking at the numbers before getting on the Goodyear blimp. And I thought to myself, am I about to be humiliated, not just in front of people I know, but in front of people I work with? And someone's going to look at my boss and say, your employee is too overweight. Well, like, and also like you need, like, we need to bring someone else in to do this job because like you're too fat. Like basically (laughs) is what they would say to you. Like, right? Like, not to not to body shame you, but that's like, like, you're too fat to do this job. What was the last show you worked on? Uh, the Bachelor. Oh, and what was the reason you left? Uh, because of my weight. Because I was too fat to get on the good I was too one. fat to work on The Bachelor. <laughs> so fat people are not allowed on the show or to work on or the show. Or in the show. All right, today's client is MTV, and we have the one, the only, Miss Kate Casey, podcast extraordinaire, (laughs) very good friend, loyal friend, and great person. And if you want to ever hear any podcast about, like, a show, and you're like, I wish I could listen to, like, how the executive producer came up with the idea for the show – Kate is your girl. Google the show and Kate Casey. I promise you it is on there. I like, there's not been a rock that you have not unturned. And so like, (laughs) welcome to the show. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. And I salute you both of you and I'm happy to be here today. Happy to have you. Really nice to meet you. And by the way, Chris, whenever he speaks about you, it is always that glowing. Like literally. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes. I like that. I'll take it. I'm going to put that in my back pocket. I appreciate it. <laughs> and people that have listened to the first episode have heard this, but I literally thank you in the first episode because I'm like, you're the <laughs> one that told me that I had this idea on your podcast to make this podcast. So, well, I remember it. I was like, what are you doing? That's your that's your show right there. Yeah, and here we are. And here we are. All right, here let's dive into MTV. Um, okay, so I took a lot of this from <laughs> Tomas Meyer's uh, Rolling Stone article. 
Basically, recently, MTV brought RuPaul's Drag Race onto their channel from VH1 and condensed the smash hit show from 90 minutes to an hour in order to debut their new reality show, The Real Friends of WeHo. Drag Race has had a 90-minute run for the last five seasons, but viewers have noticed that the show has many things missing in this 60-minute format, including the very famous catchphrase, silence, bring back my girls. That was even cut from some of the episodes for time. One petition to extend Drag Race to its 90-minute format has received 35,000 signatures online, and the show's contestants have started to use the hashtag blame it on the edit to explain why certain parts of the show and their performances fall flat. MTV recently announced that the show would return to 90-minute episodes after all five episodes of The Real Friends of WeHo have aired, but fans are not quick to forget of what MTV did. People are flipping out about this. Dom, I feel like you're one of them. You're a huge Drag Race fan. Yes, um, it's, it's a show made by queer people and featuring queer people that MTV has somehow made less queer. I don't even understand. They've like sucked out the drama. They've sucked out all the nuances that made you fall in love with the show for 15 years. And I feel like we knew it was coming. Like when the show went to VH1, I don't think anyone was like, oh, VH1 is going to ruin the show. But when we found out two weeks before it was going to MTV that it was going to MTV, you know, we were all like, <laughs> they're going to fuck it up. And they did. Really quoting from Rue, she always says, don't fuck it up. They have definitely fucked it up. Beyond. Well, and they're clearly scrambling to like, they're scrambling for something. What, what that is, we don't know. But, like, they're clearly scrambling to try to get viewership back onto MTV, which they're not doing well. And I think that's, like, kind of the problem we're trying to solve here is, like, mm. how do we get them to get viewership back? And I don't know if that's me as a 32-year-old that grew up on MTV. I don't know if that's Gen Z people. I don't know what it is. Well, first of all, it was a it was a good idea to bring that show over there but i think of mtv audience is quite young so th their job was to modernize the show and and to make the people who already love it be just as excited about it they're morons like it's pretty bad <laughs> like oh, it, and i don't watch it that much but literally like one thing i do know is that in literally every episode when they're deliberating on who should be eliminated or who needs to lip sync for their life she literally says every episode silence bring back my girls the fact that that's cut from the show it's like literally the catchphrase of the entire show am i wrong They've cut the, the yeah. deliberations are gone like you don't you don't even really know what the the deeper critiques are from the other judges. And it was definitely an integral part of the yeah. charm of the show because you could always sort of, you would always try to guess along with who was going to get eliminated. And that part of the show always helped you as a viewer feel like a part of the format, you know, like you we would listen to the, the judges critiques. And then during the commercial break or whatever is when you look at whoever's on the bar stool next to you and just start screaming about who deserved to go. Uh, <laughs> um so what okay i don't really watch mtv anymore like do we know what the shows are that are on mtv well they've got siesta key they've been running that for a long time and then they have okay. that weird show now i'm forgetting the name of it because i don't care enough about it to even pay attention to the name it's that rob durdeck show ridiculousness ridiculous ridiculous i feel like it's the, like the only, only show, show on mtv that's all yeah. that airs that's all that airs on that show um, when that's I noticed not even a joke, right? Like there are no, days that's not a joke. That yeah. is the only program only show. that airs on the network. Yeah. Yeah. In the glory days of MTV, you would turn it on and you would have a ton of music videos. And sometimes you get annoyed because it'd be the same music videos all the time. But it was, of course, like the, the top, you know, top eight videos or something. Then they started to incorporate some shows and it made that channel so much fun because you had the music element and then you had like MTV news with Kurt Loder. So you'd have like, you know, a Whitney Houston video, but then you'd have Kurt Loder, who's like this esteemed journalist. And then they would started to infuse other categories. Like they had MTV sports and then they had uh, real world. So I feel like they were hitting so many different marks and really engaging in that core audience, which I would say was like what, 18 to 32. And then Something went off the rails and they just, I think it was that ridiculousness show. I don't know what that guy did with MTV. He made a deal with the devil. He must be sleeping on piles of cash, but it's all the time. I don't know if they thought, well, 
the people that love the real world have kind of aged out. So we need to have like skateboard shows because like that'll work for the audience. And it's so stupid. They had so many great ideas and it would like, they would have a show for maybe like two seasons and then drop it off. Another show that was great, Sorority Life. They did it for three seasons. Mm. One was at UC Davis. One was at University of Buffalo. One was at USC. Oh my God, it was awesome because you're like privy to this world that like if you weren't in a sorority or a fraternity, you have no idea this weird Greek life, then they just drop it. I don't know if it was like one of those things where the schools were angry, but then if you're filming off campus, who cares? So it was just like stupid. And like it, the premise isn't hard, like film people at a sorority. Like that's not, you're not like no. reinventing the wheel. Like it, but like it's compelling. Remember Fat Camp? Fat camp. The that, best thing the, I've ever watched in my life. But that's the thing. Like, I need to follow up. How are those people? What Where happened? Are they? Would watch Where them are they? Hours. Hours. <laughs> I would watch them. Okay. Meanwhile, True Dom's life? like, I'm the producer of Fat Camp. Like, you were like, I was there. <laughs> I will pipe up the moment. The moment that <laughs> mine comes across. I will absolutely jump in. What about True Life? The best show okay. I've ever done. Okay. So there was this True Life episode, I'm Getting Married. And it was iconic and i never say that word and you know that's true i almost never say that word iconic because charlie and sabrina baldacci get married on staten island and it's the biggest shit show wedding in history he's screaming in the street at one scene and he's like i will fucking gut you to the limo driver and you're like oh shit shit goes down and that's staten island (laughs) I was so obsessed with it, I tracked them down and I interviewed Charlie and Sabrina. And God rest his soul, he's now passed on. He just died like <gasps> no, like a year and a half ago. They stayed married and they had two boys. Wow. Yeah. Where's their follow up? Well, he's That's dead. That's crazy. That's crazy. He's no, dead. but like you, but like I, I yes, I know that. But I'm saying like they could have followed up with that. I would have loved. They could have. Them, fo- like- First of all, she should have been on the Real Housewives of Staten Island or New Jersey or Mob Wives. They would have been yeah. an amazing. That's the fo- see Bravo. I think is much better at that. Like it's MTV just use somebody for a hot minute and then they drop them from the world. They would have had so. They would have also had an audience age with them if they had continued to follow the Baldacci's. You know who yes. followed the Baldacci's? Casey you. did. Casey. That's it. <laughs> okay, also, there's this one True Life episode. It was like True Life, um, I Have to Move. I still talk about it with my kids. So the episode was this girl, and she was just like a, a normal girl in, you know, suburban Connecticut. And her dad was a doctor. And the whole beginning of the episode is like, her saying goodbye to her friends and she's like i cannot believe that he's forcing me to move across the world for his job because he was like a traveling doctor mm-hmm. and it was like the end of her world she was like uh, crying and sobbing and hugging the girls like don't ever forget me don't you ever forget me okay so she goes to australia and it's like wackadoo place like it's in the shrubs they have to wear these crazy hats because of the sun protection by the end of the episode She's crying her face off leaving Australia. Mm-hmm. She's like, or no, it was New Zealand. She was like, I don't want to leave. I love the people here. And I, t- I actually talk about that with my kids. I'm like, e- life is an adventure. You don't know what you're going to expect. Like, you can always come back to people. These were great shows. And my point, again, is like, you could have an audience age with it. You could replay those episodes. You could have people come back and watch it and then pass it on to the next generation. They're dumbasses. Well, speaking of replaying... I think I'm ready. Like this, that leads right into my pitch. If we're ready to get there, and Kate, as you know, you're going to be the t- you're going to decide which pitch is the the one that we do that we pitched MTV in real life. Okay, okay, okay. So you need to you're mm-hmm. the tiebreaker, basically. Okay. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right. MTV, you want viewership back. You're you're taking over good shows from other networks in your like universe in order to try to bring viewership to you. This mm-hmm. is what you are going to do. You desperately want people like me, millennials that w- grew up on MTV, to come back and watch MTV. I have mm-hmm. no, no. Even if they say this is the show that is made for you, I'm never gonna turn on MTV to watch that show because I know that it's not made for me because I'm too old now. This is what you're going to do in order to get the millennials and then also to get the Gen Zs. This is what you're doing. You are going to bring back five shows. You are going to do new episodes of those five shows. They are True Life. Agreed. Made. made. Mm-hmm. Room Raiders, <laughs> MTV Cribs, and Next. Next is like the crown jewel of all of these. That is what you're okay. doing. You're bringing those five shows back. New new things. It can they can be nineteen year old Gen Zers that have never been off their cell phone in the next bus altogether, having to have a conversation for the first time. <laughs> I would watch that for nine hours in a yeah. row. MTV Cribs, like just bring the show back. Do you watch on Hulu ever? There's that um, Architectural Digest Open Doors, and it's like yes. celebrities' house. Like I watch that every time. I know there's new ones of it. I immediately watch them. Show me it on MTV. I'm ready there. I'm already there. Room Raiders. We've done it before. It easy. Just do it. It's all fake. We know. No one cares. It's hilarious. <laughs> Made, great show. I want to be an influencer. I want to be a rapper. I want to be like a race car driver. Like all these kids that want to be these famous things. Made, hello, bring in celebrities to be their maid coaches. Like have Cardi B be your rap maid coach. And True Life, the best show that they've ever done. That's like one of, in my opinion, one of the best unscripted television shows to ever exist. Mm-hmm. Bring those back with new episodes. And in the on the day that they air... You're running old True Lifes all day. Like on the day that the new True Life is happening, you're running new True Lifes or the old True Lifes all day long. And then all the Gen Zers, you're somehow getting Gen Zers. You're going to them on TikTok and being like, "Will you? I'll pay you money to, to like watch old episodes of True Life. Because mm-hmm. guess what Gen Z is obsessed with right now? The 90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. They all are like obsessed with like what me growing up, like me as a child, like what I went through. They're like dressing as us and being like, did people do it like this? Like they're all about yeah. that. So showing them the shows that I watched as a kid being like, wow, this is the outside world. The Gen Zers are going to, it's going to be bananas on TikTok. They are going to be freaking out of being like people did this before like there's no iPhones on any of these shows you had to like call someone on a house phone they're gonna be flipping <laughs> the fuck the cord. out yes yeah. they're gonna be flipping out they're gonna be like how did you like there was no Instagram like there was no social media they're gonna be flipping out about it and then you're airing new episodes of those shows that's that's five nights a week right there those five shows next mm-hmm. with 19 year olds today mm-hmm. amazing next was like it was like the pre it was live grinder yes 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 that's true. That's true. That in itself, like the vibes are off. Like the, imagine the things they would say to each other when they would oh, next yeah. each other. Hilarious. Yeah. And then you're watching like a 2002 episode of Next where like, and we're like watching in horror because it's so bad and like so right. mean. So mean and it just filmed mm. weird. I'm coming back to watch old episodes of True Life, Made, Room Raiders, MTV Cribs, and Next. I'm coming yeah. back to the channel to watch the old episodes and new people are like getting to see the things that like we, that became like so iconic to us. And it's a whole wave of like, you can just recycle all of that, those shows that you've been doing forever and just run that instead of running ridiculousness six days a week. But then also, could you do true life updates? Like the guy that got the calf implant. Sure. Like, or what happened? Did you get them removed? Did you ever get like any other implants? What are your thoughts about the implant industry now? Whatever. Yes. Love that. I will on my deathbed think about the guy with the calf implants. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. That's okay. my, I rest my case. That's my pitch. Okay. All right. I, you know, it's funny as you're bringing up all these shows, uh, it's MTV was really in the eighties and nineties, like a blueprint for so much programming that, became popular elsewhere and mtv is also sort of like snl in the way that it's just 
it's just a decades long of the same critique. Like it sucks. It's not what it used to be. It sucks. And, uh, you know, it started really when the real world started because that's when people mm -hmm. started to say, oh, MTV is not showing music anymore. They should take the M out of MTV. Um, but the real world, you know, while it wasn't the first, you know, reality show ever, it was certainly the one that started what we now call reality television. Like everything sort of, uh, you know, spun out of that. And then it did seem like MTV would be music no more until MTV returned to what it did best, as Kate referenced earlier, when they, when TRL came on right. to MTV, that was the true mm -hmm. golden era of MTV mm -hmm. because they were able to balance their burgeoning reality programming with mm -hmm. unifying, I mean, all like music of all genres mm -hmm every afternoon on this show. It was literally where you would see Madonna and Ozzy Osbourne share Green Day. I mean, it was insane. And mm -hmm. insane is the way, I had many friends that worked on TRL for a long time who, I, I mean, have PTSD from it. I mean, just from clogging Times Square every day. with And all the kids outside who were like, mm -hmm. oh my God! Uh, my Backstreet Boys. Yeah in sync mm -hmm. and Britney, like that was their, mm -hmm. that was their era. And they came up because of TRL. It was definitely a mutually mm -hmm. beneficial relationship between teen stars and that show. Then mm -hmm. I don't, I can't really pinpoint when it just started going downhill. I, I know that in my soul, I want to blame Tila Tequila for all of it, but I, <laughs> I cannot even make the connection. <laughs> I am mm -hmm. sure that it was her. It started with her. I must defend, not to defend Tila Tequila, but I must defend a shot at love with Tila Tequila because <laughs> I was in high school when that show came out and we were rabid for it. Like Why? rabidly <laughs> like, watching it. We loved Why? it. We had no, like, it was, it, we loved it. We loved it. Because we were the MySpace generation. Mm -hmm. Like we were kids on MySpace mm -hmm. and she was like a MySpace queen. Right. Like, That's you know how what I mean? she and so became well-known. Right. We loved, we loved that it was bisexual. Like it was very like mm. groundbreaking at the time, I will say. But now mm -hmm. she's like a Nazi. So that's sad. Like a literal Nazi. <laughs> yeah, like literally a Nazi. But I, I also think that something really interesting happened this past year. So Beyonce, this is not a tangent, I promise. Beyonce releases an album with no visuals. We right. have nothing to look at, which... You know, I was I, I was mm -hmm. a kid when MTV was born and we instantly just started watching the music. It just right. it just came hand in hand. You know, you rarely even today, if you get a link for a new song, you, you go to YouTube to listen to it like it's still you still want to watch stars. Uh, you want to watch artists performing. But mm -hmm. she released an album that is so widely and critically loved and we had no visual reference for it except for her on a disco ball horse in a disco ball bikini mm -hmm. looking fierce obviously but that was all you needed was just an image and i was hopeful because we can actually appreciate music without having a visual accompany it and i always feel like beyonce is at the forefront of everything so when she did that last summer i just thought to myself i think music videos might be over as so. a tool for marketing uh, anything you know mm -hmm. like it's not you don't need anything that's four minutes long to sell anything you need something mm -hmm. that's six seconds so what's right. the what, what what should the network become now a bunch of six second uh bullshit no we, are, we already have that on our phones kate you have a very funny thing you said to me on the phone the other day <laughs> about the commercials on mtv why don't you tell me like what yeah. kind of viewership we're getting right now on mtv Correct. You know when some like something's going on in the world and you turn on whatever news channel that you choose, the commercials are usually life alert. There are people that are getting benches put in their showers and you're like, mm, got it. This is the audience. It's a lot of old people. When you watch MTV shows, I have noticed that every single commercial <clears throat> is for rehab centers. It's basically a call to action. It's like, do you or someone you know have, uh, have an issue with crystal meth? And you're just like, damn, that is the audience. It's people on crystal meth. Like on a bender and they're just watching the same yes. show over and over and over. Ridiculous. And they don't even realize because they think that they're like, yeah. Yeah. That's why they don't have a problem with it because they're all in crystal meth. 
watching the same yeah. episode of ridiculousness it's my dad <laughs> it's literally my dad mike thank you for exploiting my dad's yeah. meth problem on episode yeah. two i can't believe he loves that show that's so fascinating it's the worst show. It's so bad. He will pause it and call people and Barbara, Barbara, come in here. Look at this one. Look at this one. She'll scream from upstairs. I hate that fucking show. No. And guess what? The person falls. Like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. not fucking rocket right. science. And like, that that's, hideous like, hyena laughs at it with the same yeah. laugh at every clip. And they don't even like, they're not even funny. Like the people, the guests no. will come on and be like, mm -mm. hi. Like they're like, <laughs> <laughs> there's somehow has to be a complete rebrand while also staying somewhat true to its roots. I, I love the idea of bringing back all those shows, but I wonder how many of them were part of the descent as it were. Some of them are really good. Like true life is an Emmy award winning, like uh, no bullshit stuff like next. And I mean, cribs is, is great. I'm a personal fan of House of Style. That's I mean, one. I know. Oh, I had that on my list too. House of Style. Hunt so they absolutely good. bring that back. Bring that back. Yep. With Kaya Gerber. Kaya Gerber is to host House of Style. That's such a great idea. But under the guise of this should become, you know, you, however they, they tie in with social media because nothing can succeed without it anymore, mm -hmm. obviously. But it should be a 24 hour, what mm -hmm. they pretended to be before they should actually be now, which is a Do 24 it. hour entertainment news source mm -hmm. without repeating the same shit over and over. I mean, there's so much when they did news, uh, it was great. I mean, it was, there are moments where, you know, Kurt Cobain and Madonna are on stage or in an interview together, like Kurt Loder, an actual mm -hmm. icon interviewing icon. all of these celebrities like just bring it so it's just a cnn for entertainment which i'm not trying to mop uh part of your idea christopher i promise no but, but i like you could throw in like those shows as specials like the way mm -hmm. cnn does uh you know stanley tucci you know you just make it just i don't know what the m would stand for well and also but. like what are they why are they not taking these young artists that like could be elevated by mtv like you could get all of well i, ha this well, I have an young idea viewership by like having these artists that are like mm -hmm. up and coming young Gen Zers like going on MTV and getting interviewed and then kids are watching the interview on MTV. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think that they could bridge the old MTV with the new by bringing back MTV Unplugged. Mm -hmm. And you could have rappers in the MTV Unplugged redo their songs in a different way, but make it like invitation to this event is so big. Mm -hmm. And it's like the whole, and maybe they air it live. I don't know if that's like a big gamble, but invitation to go to watch one of the biggest artists in, in right out right now and do mm -hmm. an MTV unplugged would be so good. I encourage anyone who's listening to go back. They're like, I want to hear an example of what she's talking about. Go listen to MTV unplugged. Aha. That song is so popular mm -hmm. right now with kids. Take on me. You listen to the band redo it in like almost like a love ballad like slower version and it sounds completely different it's almost like a completely different song if you did that with like a hip-hop artist with like a heavy metal like different bands but you make it like invitation only and then you air it I just think that that would be a great way to bring bring those two generations together I don't hate it. No, I think it's a good idea. I don't and think honestly, you listen. I don't think you ever watched Unplugged. You have to go back and watch it. No, I, to see I, what I mean. I remember it. the thing that gives me pause is like these new artists. Like a lot of them don't know music well, so I feel like they're really going to be like, I have to do a different version I don't of the song actually, that someone else wrote for me. No, um, I don't agree <laughs> with you. No, oh, I don't really? agree with you. I think there are some people that are highly, highly uh, skilled, like really talented, and they don't get to showcase their artistry because they're put in a box yeah because of the packaging the way music is now and i think if you strip down all the like the technology that they use in songs you would really get to see how beautiful someone's voice is and how uh talented or they are yeah or not yeah but yes i agree with you but then also like some of them are gonna I, be like oh i can never come on this show because i like can't sing live <laughs> sure or or we've show, or show people we've, do doing duets too yes like oh, doing love that collaborations would be great too
That's it would be great because anyone who turned down the invitation, you would know, didn't actually have the voice that was. Yeah, on the correct. Like, totally. Like, true. There's a reason that mm-hmm. back in the day there was not a Paula Abdul unplugged because slam. She needs to be plugged. I, and I love Paula. She's just not, <laughs> she, you know, she needs to be plugged. My other thought was, and I think this could be done pretty cheap. They had a show called College Life which was really cool because it took like a bunch of freshmen at university of Wisconsin and it was filmed off campus, but it was like, they gave them the cameras and said, give us the footage and we'll put it together. You could do that in any school right now. You pick eight kids. It's already there. Just take it off of TikTok. Just take it off and then give it to them and then they can put it together and it would be great. No, literally just like sign them up and be like, you have a cell phone, go like your cell phone can shoot in 4k. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just go. Like, perfect. That's a great College idea. life. College yeah. life. That was a great show. Okay, so, Kate Casey, what is the verdict? I don't know if I could choose one or one of you. I, I think both of you bring strong points. I think Dom has um, a more, I think he's looking more um, at bridging Gen X to Gen Z. And I think that you have some really great specific ideas that are kind of in the middle. So I'm going to go with both. I can't really decide on one. All right. Let me, let me, let me um, emotionally and intellectually bribe you to my side. (laughs) (laughs) What if we, the M in MTV stood exclusively just for Meghan Markle? And her face <laughs> was in the Moon Man. That was, we kept the logo. No. We just put Megan. You lost. And instead of an, <laughs> <laughs> you lost. Wait, wait, instead of an astronaut hat, we have her tilted uh, funeral. Although you know what, me, it, uh, you could bring TRL back, and you could do, you could swap out the the Carson um, role, Daily. Mm-hmm. and you could have like Meghan Markle do TRL for like three days. You could oh. have different like stunt casting that would make people watch this is going to keep happening the guests are going to have better ideas because they're going to be on here fucking around and they're all going to be super smart and like well i have the actual idea and i'm like well let's put megan markle in a moon man she said six better ideas i have watched television more than probably normal people that's Mm -hmm. why i i i don't know if other people watch as much tv as i have now you have to tell me which mtv shows you worked on i worked on a boiling points was a hidden loved boiling points um it was just a great a great job i worked there i think for almost two full years solidly without breaks like we just kept shooting prank after prank and it was great and terrifying and hilarious you know i mean the 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 basis of the show was that you would prank people and if they didn't if they waited a certain amount of time without cursing or getting pissed off they would win a hundred dollars you know if they knew Mm -hmm. Uh, we also had to keep leaving New York to shoot the show because it takes five minutes for a New York, five seconds for a New Yorker to, t- to like, we start with fuck off and then it just goes right. from there. So we weren't giving money to anybody. So we would go to colleges a lot. And that was, uh, it was a lot of fun, that show. Do you know who I just interviewed? I haven't aired it yet. Probably next week is I interviewed Frank, who was the member, one of the three members of Buzzkill. Do you remember that show? okay familiar i don't remember it let me tell you about buzzkill was this mtv show where you had three guys that basically had a background in second city from chicago and it was like a prank show and it really kind of set the tone for punked and all of these other prank shows frank looked remarkably like isaac mizrahi oh then he told me the story he went to like the grammy awards and they're backstage and (laughs) He looks like Isaac Mizrahi, like I said. And Whitney Houston thought it was Isaac. So she's like, hey, thanks for the dress. And he's like, oh, yeah, like totally playing it up. Yeah. When she found out that it wasn't him, they were they were she was so mad. But um, but right before she found out her team of people like her entourage, they they were like chanting his name behind stage. They were like, eyes, let's go out for drinks. Isaac, Isaac. And he he's signing autographs. I mean. That show was so absolutely hilarious. So funny. 
you know what that just made me think of? Remember, like, true, it was, was it literally called True Life? Like, I'm a celebrity impersonator with that woman <laughs> yes. that impersonated Anna Nicole Smith. Yes. And she would go I, sign. Yes. I, oh yes. my God, like, my a, a, a portal has just opened up in my brain <laughs> yes. where I'm literally thinking, like, yes. oh my God, remember that woman? And she literally would, yeah. like, go and people would be mobbing her. Yeah. Oh and well, she I, would literally just be there just signing autographs and people would be crying. They'd be like, I love you. I love you so much. Like trim spa, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they, she would just be like, uh-huh. She's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. And my friend George Tate's brother looks like the lead singer of Van Halen, like a dead ringer. And he would get mad at his brother because they would go to like baseball games and he would be acting like he's the lead singer, signing autographs, yeah. people crying and be like, mm, you know, totally faked it crazy that is funny. see but like that's what i i want to see that again i want to see yeah like not only do i want to see gen zers watch mariah carey do her cribs where she gets in the bathtub oh, like with the they pink wall they need and to then she's that. on the treadmill in yeah. her heels like that is what they need to watch and then because like all these like young like influencers are like oh it's so funny i'm like no this is funny p.s yes and then i want to and then i want to <laughs> see a like new version of like i'm a celebrity impersonator where it's like mm-hmm who are the, I mean, who would they even be impersonating now? Like Harry Styles, Lil, Lil Nas X, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah like, right. but like, that's funny. Like, I, you know I what? Know. I would like true life. I'm obsessed with Harry Styles and it would Love be it. like all of the people that are like so obsessed and how they meet up and then they go to the concert together and like who they are and what their real jobs are. Yeah. Or like, like I'm that, a fanatic. That's an episode. That's an episode. Yeah. Like I'm a fanatic and it's like mm -hmm. all different. Like that woman, like remember at the Grammys when they literally oh, like yeah. had the, the like the old woman. Round, yeah. round table of stalkers mm -hmm. where they were like, why do you want to like wear this person's skin? <laughs> they were like, that why was do you horrible, wanna... right? Yeah. <laughs> Except there was the one hot girl that loved Chris Martin. I was like, how does she's like normal? Like how'd she get in here? But no, the other ones were definitely stalkers. Meanwhile, he came out and every single person tweeted, like, this looks like a person that's like just won like Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, is he okay? I was like, is Chris Martin dying? <laughs> oh my God. So true. No, but literally, uh, like, the round table of stalkers was like another level. That's, but like, those, <laughs> uh, like, put them on a show. Boom. Like, true life. I'm a fanatic. <laughs> Done. House of Style. Kaya Gerber. She needs to host that. Mm -hmm. House of Style was. So good. I yeah, don't remember again, this it just, at it all. It spawned like a whole other, like that mm. show alone spawned a whole style of uh, programming. You know, like there's no okay, so about House of Style. There's House all... of Style was hosted by um, Cindy Cindy Crawford. And yeah. she would go and interview all of these designers. But she was going all over the world. She's like in Milan and she's behind the stage uh, of like a, a fashion show. And she's like interviewing cutting, cutting edge fashion designers like could totally do a reboot of that now mm -hmm. okay i'm seeing this now and it's it's ringing a bell however it did come out before i was born <laughs> what house i think style? i yes. think that it just mm. expo it, it exposed young people to like that fashion. fashion and that I, I can't even imagine how many kids watch that show who are like you know the adhd kids at their school who well, like they all grew up to be real housewives it was the original aspirational programming. How many Project Runway kids probably watched that as a kid? Oh, for sure. All right, so you're at a, we're at a stalemate, basically, is what's I happening. just feel like they all owe us a cut of the, the new rebranded. I do think it needs to be rebranded. New takes on old shows. I think that that's the way they do it. I'm going to go with Chris just because there were more specific shows period mm. yeah i have yeah. no specific shows I will yeah not. i feel like dom is a little bit more like smoking a cigarette but at the end of the bar while swilling like a glass of whiskey and like you know what we should do but like i feel like chris shows up to the meeting with the excel spreadsheet like i oh, feel like shit's gonna get done more because chris came with the whole plan well that sentiment will be repeated <laughs> literally every episode of this <laughs> simply no doubt about it like i'm and like <laughs> no repetition if we already did it i'm not doing it again and let's let's just be as well i don't want to say ridiculous because mtv's already <laughs> doing that they've already like they've cornered the market on the word ridiculous now I know. And listen, mm. I think that my, I think that bringing back those shows, again, me as someone who does not care what's on MTV, I am immediately coming back to MTV to watch, or even if it's just the old episodes of True Life. 
Can they buy the Osbournes? Can they buy that show back from the Osbournes? They sh- I mean, I, I'm sure they'll it. sell it in a second. But I'm saying like, what I'm saying is like, I would tune in just to watch old True Lives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But running... I think they should air the Osbournes too because that I, was on MTV and that was that like was groundbreaking. Not credited as much as it is. as like it was the catalyst to so much. Mm-hmm. So many reality TV shows about celebrities for sure. And right. if you watch it now, you are like, oh my God. <laughs> they are just all on Crazy. planet God knows what. <laughs> And they're literally like, there's that meme where he's like, what's that? And it's the phone ringing. And he has like no idea what it is. And when she so took the confused. ham, when she took the ham and threw it at the neighbors. Yes. Too they should do it. And they should do an updated version of it as well. Just mm-hmm. can you yes. imagine? Now, everyone is sober. Her face makes Madonna's look like an infant. Like it's insane. Ozzy says two words per episode, barely gets out of bed. He, he, like everyone else is sober, has charity work and and hosts the e-red carpet. Yeah. Right. And Jack has like four kids or something. Something And he has like like a ghost. He hunts ghosts. And he hunts ghosts. Yeah. And then Kelly just got mad at her mom because Kelly had a baby and then the mom said something like, Oh, Kelly and the baby are doing great. Maybe she even mentioned the name. And then Kelly threw a fit in the press. Like, how dare you talk about my child? I only talk about my child. It's oh like, my God. Like, yeah. Get a life. Could have just texted her probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> her phone must've been broken. So she called Harvey. Don't yeah. you, don't you love whenever family members discuss, like they, their main ma- mode of communication is through the press. Like, <laughs> Wait, did Brittany's you know? raising her children on Instagram. That's the only yeah, way no, talk That's yeah, so true. No, so true. Did I told you that Danielle from Real Housewives in New Jersey was on True Life, I'm a Staten Island girl? Yes. I did you know not, that already? I did not bring it up to her, but I knew, I might have mentioned it. I mean, if you go her, back and watch clips of it. No, it's great. The outfits alone are just. I have never heard that before, and I am blown away by this. What I have to write this (laughs) that that I'm gonna have to go watch. This is the new Danielle, not Danielle Staub. Oh my god! I really thought it was Danielle Staub. Oh, I know it would have been so good. This before Dom, I would have not been able to hold that in for anyone. Yeah, that would have been amazing. No, but I I -hmm. remember vividly whenever she did the, and I don't know if I've said this to her or not, (laughs) but whenever she was auditioning to do like a script, and she goes, "I didn't walk away. You made me walk away." And I like think I can hear it in my mind. Mm -hmm. And so when I put it together while we were filming the season, I was like. Oh my God. And then I don't, I can't remember if I either said to her, Oh my God, I remember when you were on like Staten Island True Life or not, but like I need to now. Anyway, okay, so I win. Yay. That's <laughs> I one for me. Anything. We're, t- we're, we're tallying. Um, we, well, we now tied. I have to find the person that created True Life. I got to track that person down now. Okay, what do we think is next for MTV? Like, what do we think is, like, do we think they're going to do any of this or do we think that they're just going to flounder again? They're not, like, no one's happy about this, like, drag race thing. They're going to fix it. Like, they're going to have to come back yeah. next season and they're going to have to correct all, I mean, you know, they're trying to correct the mistakes now, but they're really going to have to next uh, next season correct all the mistakes. We're going to send Chris's idea to uh, the head of MTV. So do you, are you going to send it to someone in particular, or is this just a call to action? Dear MTV, we've now given you these I'm options. I'm going to try. Yeah, I don't just, <laughs> I just don't want it to end up in their mail room. We'll find, we'll send it to more than one person. What was the show with Bam Margera? No, Viva La Bam, my favorite show. Like my mom and I's okay, favorite well, show. Yeah, that's yeah, and then Viva that's Jackass. Okay, Jackass was it actually filmed in my hometown. Bam Margera, really? I think, is a year younger than me. Yeah, the whole show filmed. Viva La Bam, Viva La Bam about him and his family was the his best father thing was really life. really funny. And, and the way he would that wake he would them wake up and like throw up, water water on that them, was like, real, that was funny. When it got it went them, south after, but like that those were great years. When he made them go to Transylvania and go to that castle, like he was like, <laughs> "I stole your car, and if you want it back, like I'm here's a plane ticket." Like oh. iconic. And his father was so sweet. Yeah, they all were. His whole family was. My favorite moment on that show is when his mother walks in the kitchen and there's there's just an alligator in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And she just loved all those boys so much. 
who grew up. But to that be thing men, is like I would give, love that. I would yeah. give anything to watch that again. Like if they just played mm-hmm. the seasons of that on a loop, I would be lining up to my couch to watch it. Yeah. Like my mom and I would sit on a couch and watch that for hours, like yeah. reminiscing about when we used to watch it together when I was a kid. All right, well, I have my first win in the books. Um, <laughs> MTV's fixed and we're good. So, You're welcome, Kate, MTV. Where, yeah. yeah, where can people find you, Kate? Uh, you can listen to my show wherever you listen to podcasts, Reality Life with Kate Casey. I put out a list of what to watch each week in unscripted TV. You can get it by going to katecasey.substack.com. I give you the list. I make your life easy. Join it. Um, and you can find me on socials, Twitter at KKC, Instagram at KKCCA, TikTok, it's KKC, Facebook group, Reality Life with KKC. You can find me at domentary.com is my website, which will link you to all of my socials and dates and all sorts of other Everyone, you can find me at the Krista Rosa, and please leave a five star review. Um, we love reading the comments; they're fucking hilarious. And let us know in the comments who you want to uh, see us fix next. Um, and also, where's Shelly? Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.